Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the second hour of the Live with Rank program. I am the Rank, 269-441-9595. Nine five. If you would like to join us, I'd love to hear from you. I had some fun in the first hour, and I hope you get. Well, I had some fun writing this up yesterday. Published it this mo- morning, and uh, I would suggest that you guys save it and share it with whoever to get a little laugh. Now, bug names are racist and offensive. The entomological or entomological society of America removed the term gypsy from gypsy moth and gypsy ant and replace the word gypsy in moth to the word spongy because they said some people who are known as gypsies over in Europe uh, were offended by it, uh, which is okay. You know, I understand it. In fact, they voted unanimously last week to approve the addition of spongy moth. Now, it took them, uh, what, nine months? Last June? June, I think it was. Yes, June of 2021 is when they removed the word gypsy. And just a week ago, last week, they replaced it. So you're looking at June 7, 8, yeah, 9, 10 months to come up with spongy moths. Now they have a little bit of a problem, as I pointed out in my piece. The people who are uh, struggling with their weight, and apparently some are called spongy, have a problem with that. And I'm being told that they're now petitioning the group to change the name Spongy to something else. And then I was also informed that groups are coming together all over the world now, and they're going to ask them to rename the following insects because they feel the names are offensive to them. Now, this is not an exhaustive list of them. So you could certainly go to wbckfm.com, Click on the link, read the article, come back and add your own to the comments. Same thing on Rank Live, the Facebook page. Add your own to it. And uh, maybe I'll update this list with whatever you guys add to it. But these are the groups I'm hearing are coming together to, or at least the names they have a problem with it. Assassin Bugs. So groups that represent assassins are offended by that name. Then you got Black Widow Spider, Black and Yellow Gropey, Black Blister Beetle, Black Vine Weevil, Black Flies, Carpet Beetles. People who produce and install carpets are offended by this name. Driver Ants, people who do not drive, are offended by that name. Fruit Flies, people who love fruit, are offended by that name. Horse Flies, people who love horse, are offended by that name. Harvester Ants, this is an interesting one. People who are too lazy to harvest their own crops are offended by that name. Hairy fungus beetles. People who do not like to shave any part of their body are offended by that name. Long horn beetles and short horn beetles. They both have the same problem. That is, the, they believe that size does not matter. And they're offended by that name. March flies. Well, you've got 
January, February, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. People that are representing those months, they're offended that they're not included. Now, that's kind of interesting. They want names, in that case, of bugs named after their months. Soldier beetles, people who are against any armed forces and believe that everyone should just love each other, are offended by that name. Pleasing fungus beetles. Now, I'm surprised that the left is not pushing this one farther. These pleasing fungus beetles, people who believe these beetles should not be forced to please anyone if they choose not to, are offended by this name. The Indian meal moth and the meal moth or meal worm, I should, uh, should say people, are working together. Those groups who produce meals for other people are offended by that name. Pygmy sand crickets, slam dunk, right? Stink bugs, people who do not bathe on a regular schedule are offended by this name, Japanese beetles. White grubs, white flies, and the unique-headed bug. People who represent non-unique-headed bugs are offended by that name. So check it out, and then if you wish, go and add to that list in the Facebook sites of WBCKFM, my flagship station, or the Rank Live Facebook page. I also wrote a piece, Detroit School Teachers Lounge has it all. You can check that out while you're checking out the other piece. If it's not on the front page, and it should be in the dynamically, the big pictures that uh, change, if not under the opinion and commentary. If you get there late, always look under Meet the Host rank and you'll find them there. Check out that piece if you'd like. You'll uh, get my point. And then I brought up that parents of Grand Ledge are schooling their board, the school board, because they violated their FOIA rights. The school board first just kept denying giving them what they asked for or one mother asked for. And that was a document. Let me see here. Provide a document that shows the number of mask waivers received, denied, and approved. That's it. That's the FOIA they were asking for. The number of mask waivers received, denied, and approved. The district rejected it. They appealed. The district came back and said, okay, we're going to give you this. And they gave them quite a bit, a column of uh, each mask waiver request. Uh, da, da, da. The type of request, who requested it, their email address, which student it was for, their grade, and the district's determination. Now, remember, almost none of that is what this FOIA was looking for. So you may ask, why are they suing? Well, because they gave them that list, and it was all redacted. And then they claimed yeah, there is a Family Educational Rights and Privacy Act that we can't give it to you. We didn't ask for all this. They didn't have lawyers that knew what they're doing, perhaps because they're spending $3,500 on fitness and wellness and tranquility rooms as opposed to good lawyers. Don't know. They sued them. The school turned around and said, okay, okay, uncle. Gave them a list of some, some, something, but they're still suing them for attorney's costs. And they should. Then I talked about this Wisconsin... Parents' Bill of Rights, which would allow parents to sue, sue schools that exploit their children. 
Right now, Indiana, Texas, Kansas, Florida, Virginia, Missouri, and Georgia have similar bills. The Wisconsin one sitting on Tony Evers, the governor, Democrat of Wisconsin, I, I believe he'll either not sign it or veto it. But he'll have a tough time. They're trying to think of politically, what do we do about this? If I veto or not sign a bill that's to uh, give a parent some type of bill of rights, it's not going to look good for us. So what is this bill asking for? The right to review all medical records related to their child unless specified otherwise in a law or court order. The right to determine the names and pronouns used for their children while at school. And the right to review instructional materials and outlines used by this child's school. End quote. You all thought that you would have had that right in the first place. It all started when a school district refused to tell and then a believe allegedly hid and told people not to tell a parent that a 12-year-old girl, their 12-year-old daughter, decided to transition to a boy, but they hid it from the parents. Wisconsin mothers also have said they have five-year-olds who've gotten iPads from their schools to use and they can have access to porn sites on those iPads. So they're a little concerned about that. So we talked about Michigan. I just told you about Wisconsin. Similar bills in Indiana, Texas, Kansas, Florida, Virginia, Missouri, and Georgia. How about New Jersey? As part of a social studies class in New Jersey public middle school, for students to watch a video about a transgender man's hormone treatment, all without notifying the parents. A man. So a New Jersey public middle school forced these kids to watch a transgender man's hormone treatment story without notifying the parents at all. The video, 10 Years on Testosterone, details the transition of an LGBT activist through hormone, hormone re- injections. They didn't notify the parents about the lesson. Quote, you can build up the courage to stand up for yourself in a way that this is what you want to do with your life, end quote. The active, the LGBT Activist said as he was injecting testosterone into his body. Later at a school-wide assembly and part of the school's stories of adversity and resilience program about which administrators did notify parents ahead of time and gave them the option to opt out their children. Concerned parents went to a school board meeting last Thursday where board members admitted parents should have been informed about the hormone therapy video. See, all this stuff that these schools are trying to hide from you. I'm not saying your school is. I'm telling you, pay attention. Pay attention. Okay, so we talked about Michigan. We talked about Wisconsin. We talked about Indiana, Texas, Kansas, Florida, Virginia, Missouri, Georgia, New Jersey. How about Iowa? Yes, Iowa. I'll tell you about that coming up right after this. You're listening to The Live at the Ring Show. You're listening. 
of the Live with Rank. Appreciate that. 269-441-9595. If you'd like to be part of the show today, have a thought about what we're talking about. Love to hear from you. We talked about a Detroit school. We talked about a Grand Ledge and what they're doing. We talked about Wisconsin and what they're doing, including Indiana, Texas, Kansas, Florida, Virginia, Missouri, Georgia. We went on to talk about New Jersey, and then I told you right before the break, Iowa. What's happening in Iowa schools? Educators at the Iowa City Community School District were encouraged to participate in equity courses that focused on the culture of mathematics, quote-unquote, her story, and queer history, according to documents obtained by a concerned parents' organization. Staff in the district were given a handful of optional training courses to undergo, including programs called Ethnomathematics, the study of math as a cultural activity, and We Are Everywhere, Paris is Burning. End quote. The so-called ethnomathematics course examines mathematics teaching and learning through a cultural lens. End quote. Because of course, two plus two only equals four in white people's culture. It may in other people's culture, but it may not in other people's culture. I guess. Because what does math have to do as a cultural activity? This is what they're doing to these children. They are harming these children by filling this crap in the heads, in this case, of these teachers. And I assume some of them will then dump it into your kids' heads. The course description reads, quote, educators will approach the mathematics classroom as ethnographers, exploring the origins of our current practices and questioning the hierarchies they produce, end quote. What the heck are they talking about? Can anybody figure out what these people who must be high are talking about? It's math. Two plus two doesn't equal four? Or is that only in white people's land? And and that then uh, produces hierarchies for white people? People who are from minority groups should be more upset about this than I am trying to protect their children from these freaks. I mean, that's crazy. That is freakish, isn't it? That's a, I think it's fair to say. How does culture, how does any of that have to do with math? One training course titled, quote, Paris is Burning, examines protest, power, and pride in queer history and culture. Learners will explore often forgotten her story, H-E-R-S-T, T-O-R-Y, and ideas of intersectionality and discuss topics of race, sexuality, class, and gender discussion focusing on LGBTQIA+. End quote. Man, it must be difficult to be a teacher in these 
school districts. I'm sure these teachers who are forced to take this, many of them aren't happy about it. The district offers also equity courses on, quote, decentering the educator in the classroom and analyzing systems of behavior and discipline, end quote. The director of outreach for parents defending education said, quote, teachers do not need to pretend to be ethnographers and study math through a cultural lens. They need to be able to teach students the math they need to know to pursue and succeed in the future, whether in higher ed or career paths that require that knowledge. And who is footing the bill for these ideological trainings in ethnomathematics and queer history? What evidence is there that any of this has a positive impact on student outcomes? Short answer, there isn't any, end quote. All these people are doing is harming these children. They say, they tell you they care about. Wow. I just start researching this stuff. I don't go even out looking for more of this. It just falls in my lap in my normal course of researching for a show. All of this I just gave you. I didn't sit there and saw the first story and then looked for any other stories involving it. It's all out there. It's all out there. Well, it's out there in, in real newspapers. I'm sure in the rest of these fake papers, it's not. Now, there's some good news that I want to bring to you. The Dean of Berkeley Law, so University of California, Berkeley, and the Chancellor of University of California, Irvine, have written an opinion piece last week that condemned two recent instances of protesters, law students, who don't believe in the right of free speech. These protesters were trying to keep invited speakers from addressing their audiences. They wrote, quote, it is profoundly disturbing that some students assert a right to determine what messages are acceptable on a campus and try to derive others within the community of their right to invite or listen to the speakers of their choice, end quote. Now, Berkeley Law, Berkeley is a very far left progressive college. Same thing with the University of California and pretty much all those colleges in California are. You have to be or you won't exist. But Berkeley has always been far left, and University of California always has been far left. And even they can't take it anymore. And what they're talking about are other law school students. Not just your regular, you know, her story or ethno-mathematics, whatever, kids in college learning that. Kids who want to be and I use the word kids because they, they appear to be children who want to be lawyers. Quote, it is profoundly disturbing that some students assert a right to determine what messages are acceptable on a campus and try to derive others, excuse me, deprive others within the community of their right to invite or listen to the speakers of their choice. 
The first incident occurred on March 1st when protesters at the University of California's Hastings College of the Law drowned out a constitutional scholar who was speaking at an event hosted by the school's Federalist Society chapter. And then protesters at Yale Law School attempted to shut down a woman from the Alliance Defending Freedom at a March 10th event sponsored by the Yale Federalist Society. The authors, again, the dean of the Berkeley Law and chancellor of University of California, Irvine, said, quote, it is especially problematic when the students attempting to silence other viewpoints are lawyers in training. How are legal professionals to argue cases if they are unwilling to hear from and learn to respond to the opposing side of current debates? End quote. The strengths and weaknesses of ideas are determined not by conformity to any pre-existing orthodoxy, but through the process of rational argument and evidence-based reasoning. This is how better ideas gain more legitimacy and worse ideas are exposed and rebutted, end quote. They don't want competition because they know their ideas would lose 99% of the time. That's what's going on. But that is good news as far as I'm concerned. 269-441-9595. You listen to Live with Rank. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Live with Rank. Appreciate that very, very much. A new poll from Politico and the Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health now shows that parents are growing increasingly concerned about the effect of massing Masking, I should say, on their children. A plurality of parents, 46%, said that wearing masks hurt their kids' social interactions and learning. This is political and Harvard. 45% said masks do not make a difference. So 46 do, 45 not. So very tight. I would like to, 45% of parents, of adults, I assume, think that wearing masks didn't harm their child at all in any of the social aspects or interactions with other children? Now, I respectfully am asking any parent out there who believes that to try to help us understand that. I never realized to this mask masking or mass masking how much we really cue off of people's face and facial expressions. It was amazing when people were masked up and all you did was see their eyes. You had no idea what type of um, reaction you had with them. It was, I thought, very, very difficult. Now, again, I'm putting aside whether you think it's right or wrong. See, what I believe is a, a majority of this 45% of adults who said that, parents who said that, we're allowing the emotional side of whether they should wear masks or not to influence them. The question wasn't whether they should or shouldn't wear masks. The question was, did the wearing of masks affect your child at all when it comes to social learning and interactions? Nothing to do with whether they should have had it or not. 45% of adults who have children believe that Masking a child had zero effect on them 
when it came to social learning and interactions? Again, I, I'm not going to make fun of you. I will, I'm just respectfully asking you to call 269-441-9595 so you can help me or email me at rank, R-E-N-K, at townsquaremedia.com so you can help me and others understand that. That's why I believe that a majority of them had to allow the, the argument of whether it was needed or not to, to come in. Now, 9% said it helped them. 9%. I mean, you're always going to have dingbats, right? No, no, I believe that 9% uh, 9 of parents believe that I believe that wearing (coughs) masks actually helped my child with their social learning and interactions. Really? Really? Now, come on. Now, there's always, again, people who are outliners, but 9%, 9% believe their child, social interactions and social learning improved because they wore a mask over their entire face, except their eyes. 11% of parents said masking helped their kids' overall schooling experience. <laughs> 41% said it hurt. had made no difference. 39% said the masking hurt their kids' mental health, while only 10% said it helped. (laughs) Uh, One out of 10 said, yeah, I mask my kid. Well, you know what? If masking helps your kid with social learning and interactions and their mental health, then why would you ever not unmask your child? 10% of parents said that in this poll by Harvard and Politico. So then force your child to wear masks for the rest of their lives. And you, if anybody in your family's not wearing masks 100% of the time, well, then what? Wow. It's, uh, I thought that was um, quite interesting. I got an email from someone who said, rank. Instead of complaining about government schools, why don't you tell your listeners to remove their children from the synagogue of Satan? Parents do have a choice. And this was my response. Because I don't tell people what to do. I'd lead them to the right decision. Or, more importantly, I lead them to the information to make what is the right decision. That's why. Now, I, you know, there may be times I tell you, but when I'm talking about things that are dealing with your kids or whatever, I give you information. I give you my opinion. Others give you their opinion. But I'm hoping I'm giving you information that will lead you to what I believe is the right opinion. But that's on you guys. That's the difference between people on the left and the right. People on the left believe they must not only tell you, they want government to enforce their beliefs on you. There's no engagement. There's no debate. There's no trying to uh, win you over because they know they can't with people who have common sense. So they must hide. They must... uh, slant 
and then ultimately a force. That's why they always go to the courts. Always are going to the courts about social issues. Instead of entering into debate, I just told you about the dean of the University of California and the chancellor, I think it was, of the University of California. No, the dean of Berkeley, California, law uh, school, college, and the University of California, Irvine, telling, saying the same thing. Where did they rate that? It is especially problematic when the students are attempting to silence others' viewpoints, our lawyers in training. How are legal professionals to argue cases if they are unwilling to hear from and learn to respond to the opposing side of current debates? The strength and weaknesses of ideas are determined not by conformity to any pre-existing orthodoxy, but through the process of rational argument and evidence-based reasoning. This is how better ideas gain more legitimacy and worse ideas are exposed and rebutted. Bingo. That's something I, as a conservative, and them as liberals, agree on. But there's no discussing issues. They just want to silence all everyone who don't believe like they do. So that's why I don't tell you what to do i try to give you information to help you make that decision now i uh wow i saw something very very sad over the weekend there are groups out there now and the in in some of these groups are black led black groups. So for instance, I will give you the name of one. Uh, National Coalition on Black Civil Participation. Who are so ashamed, I'm assuming, of black people that you can't question black people ever because they are ashamed that these black people won't be able to respond. And I'm talking about Mrs. Brown Jackson, the nominee for the Supreme Court. Not only that, you should see the left jumping to the protection of her and just making absolute fools out of themselves. I brought this up last week. It's gotten even worse. Just absolute fools. Because their nominee, Miss Brown Jackson, is not looking too good in the eyes of common sense people out there when she can't define what a woman is. When she's allowing... Every single time there was a child, someone who who consumed child pornography in front of her, she was she gave the most lenient sentence she could to them. Not at the federal guidelines, which is fine. Many people say the federal guidelines are too high. Fine, then fix it instead of talk about it being too high. But way below what the prosecutors said. 
So they know something's not right with this woman, yet they have to protect her. And how they protect her is, A, they make fools out of themselves, or B, like these black organizations sit there and say, you can't question her because she's black. I'll tell you about it coming up right after this. 269-441-9595. You listen to Live with Rank. You're listening to Live with Rank. The name of that song didn't get to it fast enough of a ship of fools. So let's start with the fools first. So, yes, last week we found out that this uh, Katanja Brown-Jackson, Judge Katanja Brown-Jackson, didn't know how to define the word woman because she's not a biologist. And we all had fun with that. We know she's not a, a stupid person. Uh, but she was not wanting to define the word as woman because it would upset the L- I, somebody in, in, in their constituency. And I found this piece, this cover piece in the USA Today. You ready? Marsha Blackburn asked Katanja Brown-Jackson to define woman. Science says there's no simple answer. Scientists, gender law scholars, and philosophers of biology. What's a philosopher of biology, anyone? Can you help me out with that one? Scientists, gender law scholars, and philosophers of biology said Jackson's response was commendable, though perhaps misleading. It's useful, they say, that Jackson suggested science could help answer Blackburn's question. But they note that a competent biologist would not be able to offer a definitive answer either. A competent biologist would not be able to tell you the definition of a man or a woman. Now, You see why I wasn't exaggerating when I was telling you the fools they make of themselves to protect their own? Think about the depth of stupidity. When you have the USA Today reporting that, quote, competent biologists would not be able to offer a definitive answer either. When it comes to what is a woman. Quote, scientists agree there is no sufficient way to clearly define what makes someone a woman. And with billions of women on the planet, there is much variation. Rebecca Jordan Young, a scientist and gender study scholar at... Barnard College. Barnard College is a very, very far left, hate men, all girls school. Quote, I don't want to see this question punted to biology as if science can offer a simple definitive answer. End quote. Again, this is, you got to laugh. You've really just got to laugh. At the depth of stupidity. When someone will sit there and say, today's science cannot determine what a woman or a man is. Are there offshoots? Are there people who are hermaphrodites? Yes. But I think we can determine 
what a male and a female is. You can have all your dreams or whatever you want of what else may be variations of that. But these people are saying scientists today cannot tell who's a woman or who's a man, which literally means we must get rid of all gender laws, any civil rights laws that have anything to do with a woman or a man. How about color? You're no longer a white person. You're no longer a black person. You're no longer a brown person. Because science can't determine what color you are. I don't want to see this question punted to biology as if science can offer a simple, definitive answer. They're talking about define a woman or a man. Quote, the rest of her answer was more interesting and important. She said, as a judge, what I do is I address disputes. If there's a dispute about a definition, people make arguments. And I look at the law and I decide. In other words, she said context matters, which is true in both biology and society. I think there's a pretty good answer for a judge, end quote. There isn't one single biological answer to the definition of a woman. Now, here's what's also interesting, ladies and gentlemen. They're only focusing on women. Why is that? If there is not a scientific answer to what is a woman, why aren't they saying, why aren't they saying there's no scientific answer to one as a man? Think about it. And if these people are correct, if you want to give them their premise, then they must be for getting rid of all civil rights laws that has anything to do with a man or a woman. You can't say woman. You can't say man. You can't say anything. You can't say gender. None of it. It's all got to go bye-bye. You think they'll be up for that? The same woman from Bonnard College said, quote, there isn't one single biological answer to the definition of a woman. There's not even a single biological answer to the question of what is a female, end quote. Again, not bringing up male, why? I don't know. I'm asking that question legitimately. I don't know why they're not bringing up male in any of these conversations that they make fools of themselves for. There's more. It gets fun. And we get into now these other black groups that are saying you can't question someone's capability if they are a different color than you. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.